Hello, my friend. Welcome to today's episode. It is day two of the three-day feminine fitness workshop. And today I talk to you all about my favorite thing, fitness and nutrition. What workouts are supportive or harmful during the phases of your cycle? What foods and cooking methods are nourishing and supportive for your hormones during each phase of your cycle? And this is truly just surface level, but it is so mind-blowing with information. I love, love, love sharing this with you guys. And I do just want to let you know that the Feminine Fitness Program is open for enrollment. From now until January 29th, enrollment is open for our group coaching that starts on February 1st. So if you are interested in that, you want to look for more details in the show notes below or the link is in my Instagram bio. You could also reach out to me with any questions that you have, but let's hop right into today's episode. Welcome to Feminine Fitness, a podcast for women that want to make simple shifts in their fitness and nutrition that make a big difference. I'm your host, Joelle, and I've been a health and fitness coach for over a decade. I teach women how to look and feel vibrant every day with workouts, food, and mindset changes that support feminine hormone cycles. Each episode, I will give simple tips that are easy to implement that align your goals with cycle syncing. If you feel like achieving your health and fitness goals is always a fight against your body, I want to help you stop the struggle and work with your body. I'm so glad you're here and welcome to today's episode. Hello friend and welcome to day two of the three-day free feminine fitness workshop. And today we're going to be talking about health and fitness. Like I said yesterday, I like when doing these workshops, the you know host really just dives into things. So we're talking about fitness and nutrition today. I hope that you guys got in the email your cycle syncing cheat sheet. I have this. This is my chicken scratch version, but you also have that guide to look at and use because today we're going to be talking about why we as women can self-sabotage our own health and fitness goals if we continue to just follow the mainstream advice that's given to us in the health and fitness industry and why maybe some of you have had this cycle of working towards your goals, seeing progress, and then continuing to work hard, even when it doesn't feel right, continuing to push through tough, high intensity interval training workouts, trying to choke down things like salads when it just does not sound appetizing at all, and feeling like you're fighting to get to your health and fitness goals, but seeing your progress go backwards. I know I was there. After I had had my second son, I was over a year postpartum, and I was like, what is going on? I'm working out consistently. I'm eating fairly healthy and fairly clean, and I'm still hanging on to excess weight. And I was so down and frustrated about it. I was like, okay, well, then I'm just going to do more workouts. I'm just going to do more, more cardio. I'm going to cut my calories even more. I Maybe I should try that thing that people are saying you just drink it and it helps burn fat. But then I was like, no, there has to be something going on. There has to be something that is less 
complicated. And I know when cycle syncing and learning about follicular phase and ovulation phase and luteal phase, it seems like a lot in the beginning, but as you get to know your body and you start paying attention to hmm, where I'm at, where am I at? Where are my hormones at? How am I feeling? How should I honor my body in this phase? It becomes tried and true second nature because this is how we as women are designed and how we were made with these different seasons throughout our cycle. So in the cheat sheet, you will see that it's broken down to like, if this is the phase that you're in, here's workouts that are this, the style of workouts, the style of cooking methods, this is the style of eating or diet trends. And that's the interesting thing, you know, as women, there is times where eating keto, paleo, grain-free is supportive of our hormones. But then there's also times in our cycle where it's not. There are times in our cycle where calorie restriction, like eating less calories to progress towards our goals helps us. And there's also tie a time in our, in our phase where we need to increase our calories because our body needs it. Right. And that's what I'm going to be teaching in the feminine fitness program is really deep diving into each individual, each of you individuals that have joined the program and then help you use cycle thinking as a way to get towards your goals and, and feel thriving along the way, feeling like getting to your health and fitness goals is no longer a fight. So with the, the typical phases of your cycle there, I'll start from where we're pretty much all familiar is menstrual phase. This is our period. This is when we have our monthly time of the month. It's been known as the curse of aunt flow. It's been known as a time that, you know, you can't function and it's supposed to be like miserable, but if you are experiencing miserable symptoms during your time of the month, know that that's not necessarily normal. That can be a sign of your body saying, Hey, hello, I need some attention here. I need you to make some changes and switching up on things. And then after our period is the follicular phase. And think of this all very much into the seasons of life. I don't have slides today, guys, because yesterday, honestly, they were so distracting to me. So I'm just talking to you today. But think of these phases very much as they are in nature. Menstrual phase, very much similar to winter. After winter comes springtime, follicular phase. Ovulation, kind of thinking of it as summer. Luteal as fall, and then back to winter menstruation again. And the reason why I use this seasons analogy is because our body isn't exactly like nature, but it's very similar in its cyclical nature, right? So with follicular phase and ovulation phase, this is the time where you're really feeling energy on the rise. What's happening with our hormones is estrogen is on the rise starting in follicular phase, and it is also peaking during ovulation. So that estrogen brings with energy, vibrancy, focus, mental clarity. And what that means for your health and fitness goals means that once you have gotten your, your towards the end of your period, you're going to start feeling that rise of energy again, that natural rise in drive of, I feel like I want to get into my workouts. I feel like I want to start doing 
um, healthy lifestyle things, start waking up to work out in the morning, start eating more salads. Our body naturally has that because of its rise in estrogen and during follicular and ovulation. I encourage myself and my clients to use that energy. And so how do we use that natural energy? You know, you can definitely use it by scheduling in morning workouts. You can also, you can use it for types of training like cardiovascular training and circuit training. Those are the two things I recommend during follicular phase and then moving into high intensity interval training during ovulation because when estrogen is at its height, your body can withstand that like high intensity interval training does bring on a sense of stress to your body. It breaks down your body. You're working at maximum capacity and in ovulation phase, our hormones are there to support it. So period has completed bringing in that rising of energy also starts bringing in that intensity, bringing in that cardio training, bringing in that circuit training. And then when you get to ovulation, that summertime, think of very much outward stuff like checking out an orange theory class or doing Shanti types of workouts, that high intensity interval training, because not only are you going to have that energy on the rise for your workout, but for the rest of the day, your energy can handle that high intensity interval training. With where your hormones are at, your body can handle that energetic output. Now let's talk about rolling into the second half of our cycle, which is our luteal and into menstrual phase. Now luteal phase is like 10 to 14 days long. So it's one of the longer phases of our cycle. And so after ovulation, it doesn't mean that your energy just like tanks afterwards. It is this like nice, beautiful bell curve. So after ovulation, you may notice like you want to slow down. You may not be able to push as hard through as hard through cardio workouts or high intensity interval training. And that is because your estrogen is lowering and progesterone is on the rise. And so the beginning half of luteal phase, because like I said, it can be 10 to 14 days long. This is a good two week chunk out of our cycle. The first half of luteal phase, you know, you can continue to throw in some of cardio style training if that's your preference of choice. But if you do want to lean more towards slow controlled weight training, this is a really great time and phase to do that during the early phase of luteal you know, focus on that single muscle group contraction. You know, maybe one day you have a leg day, the next day you have an upper body day, the next day you have a rest day and your workouts are more slow controlled style movements. If you're familiar with Beachbody On Demand, workouts like Lift 4 are great during this time. The 21 day fixes upper and lower bodies. You know, like during luteal phase is really when I personally start slowing down on that cardio output. And if my workouts do include a cardio element to it. The one thing that I do is, is tone it down. So instead of going to like level nine, 10, maxing out my cardio output, I'm okay with like ranging around a five to six. And this is the luteal phase and into menstrual phase is really a slowing down. Our hormones are starting to dip down. We're really starting to experience the second half of 
our cycle and that slowdown has been told it's been ingrained in our mind of like if we don't show up every single day like we do follicular and ovulation where motivation is on the rise and we're crushing it really hard and we're doing high intensity interval training then it's not going to work and a lot of times we've been told that the harder you work the harder you push the faster you're going to get to your results and when you're working with your female hormones which are very delicate that can that is absolutely not true in a lot of cases. In a lot of cases, myself included, I do good during follicular and ovulation, high intensity interval training, including cardio. I'd see progress moving forward and then it would come to a standstill. And that's because I continued to push harder. I continued to not listen to my body to just do the things that I have been told to do. And I was seeing backward progress because of specifically for me, cortisol. Because when you are in your late luteal phase, and if you do not honor that slowdown and you continue to add cardio output, high intensity interval training, more stress onto your body, our cortisol is naturally higher during our luteal phase. And if we just like smash it with even more draining intense cardio during this phase, your cortisol adds even more cortisol and you're not necessarily giving your body the time to recover. And that elevated cortisol could be the contributing factor to your body hanging on to excess weight, feeling snippy and snappy towards your loved ones. And so all I'm saying is, is yes, during follicular and ovulation, that like tr that typical health and fitness advice of lowering calories, high intensity interval training, cardio, like those go, go, go style workouts are great during that phase. But what I'm saying to you ladies is we can honor our body, get to our goals faster when we slow down, including, I already talked about um, slow controlled weight training and then moving towards the end of your luteal phase, focusing on movement that feels good. Maybe some days it's just a walk. Maybe one day it's Pilates. Maybe one day your body is really craving, like I love the freestyle flow from MM100. Those are my jam, especially the couple days before my period. Because I notice for me, my energy, mood, and emotion tends to be the lowest the couple days before my period. So for me, I've brought that awareness into using those as rest days. And then when I get my period, I tend to have the rising in energy happen fairly quickly after that, but I do ease back into this cycle. So if we're thinking of it in, in a cyclical way, thinking of your, you know, right before your period and during your period, honoring that slowdown. Do you need rest days? Do you need to sleep in instead of getting in your workout? And then during follicular and into ovulation phase, increasing that intensity, having cardio training in there. Then during after ovulation and into luteal phase, slow controlled weight training, late luteal phase into um, bar flexibility, I'm not necessarily a yoga person, so I tend to gravitate towards more mobility and controlled stretching style workouts, but yoga, you know, definitely can be great during the slowdown phase. Um, more like freestyle flow, hot yoga, great during follicular and ovulation, more yin yoga during late luteal 
different styles of yoga is also appropriate to cycle sync with. So if you are somebody who, you know, you're a runner, I can help you come up with a plan that includes steady state cardio runs, that includes sprinting, that includes the strength training that you need, the flexibility that you need to become a better runner, to decrease your times and also planning your races and your runs based on where you're at in your cycle can help too. So no matter what your specific goals are, whether you're familiar with Beachbody On Demand, because as you guys know, that really has been how the platform I've been training women with. I'm very familiar with the programs and the style of workouts and how to accommodate those workouts to your cycle, how to accommodate programs to your cycle. But if you're a runner, if you love Orange Theory, if you love CrossFit, I can definitely help you cater this to you in the Feminine Fitness Program. The enrollment for Feminine Fitness Program, the link is in the bio of my Instagram. Um, It'll also be included in this email. It'll also be included in the show notes of the podcast. You can also DM me if you can't find the link to enroll. But for the enrollment of the Feminine Fitness Program that starts February 1st, I can help you accommodate to any fitness goal that you have or any style of training that you enjoy. It does not just have to be in pertaining to Beachbody, okay? So we've talked about fitness and how you can see that this is such a beautiful thing is when we are working with our cycle, we're also including every component of fitness. Cardio is important. Flexibility is important. Endurance is important. All strength training, it's, it's important. And cycle thinking makes sure that we as women are getting a well-rounded approach to fitness and nutrition because too much of one thing isn't necessarily a good thing or more of more is better. And let me explain that. So here is a common mistake, meaning more of more equals better or faster. So sometimes we think if we you know, see some pro- quick progress with cardio, we should just do more cardio to have better, faster results. Not the case. When we take this into account with calorie restriction, we think if we cut calories and we see a little bit of progress, well, if I cut even more calories, I'm going to do even better. It's going to happen even faster. Not necessarily the case at all. So let's talk about nutrition and nutrition changes that you can make to sync with your cycle. And like I had mentioned before, I really do see how others take this approach and it's not necessarily realistic for a mom of two little kids that has a husband and I have a firm strategy, firm boundary right now in my life of I eat dinner with my family and I, we all eat the same thing. Right. And so My approach to nutrition is really nourish and delight. And we are going to be talking about this in depth in week two of the Feminine Fitness Program. But the gist of it is, is looking at each meal, each snack, each eating opportunity with the lens of nourishment. How is this supporting my body? How is this supporting my hormones? How is this supporting my goals? but also delight, enjoying, teaching you how to create a food plan and a food menu for you that you are going to genuinely enjoy, right? For me, this is, this is a practical sense of how I make this work for me is 
I love breakfast sandwiches. They are my favorite. I find so much joy and pleasure and delight when I have eaten a breakfast sandwich. So for me, often my breakfast, which I do intermittent fast majority of the time, but not during some of the days of my cycle, but with, with my breakfast sandwich, I am usually having it for my breaking my fast around nine ish in the morning. And I have an English muffin. I have eggs, I have cheese, and I also have either um, turkey bacon or I'll like do these chicken sausages that I get at Walmart. They're nothing fancy, but I truly enjoy breakfast sandwiches, but I also want to include my shake my Shakeology, where I am putting my seeds in there. I'm having good quality protein in there. I'm throwing some greens in there. I have extra fiber in there. And then I also have um, greens. I talked about that frozen spinach or frozen cauliflower in my shakes, depending on what phase of my cycle I'm in. And I have that, that breakfast sandwich and that shake paired together is to me, both nourishment and delight. For others, it may be a yogurt parfait. For others, it may be chia seed pudding. For others, it may be oatmeal. But I don't necessarily like oatmeal. I don't enjoy it. If I eat it, I tend to just like scarf it down because, you know, for many years, I was like, so many fit people eat oatmeal. That's just their thing. I don't enjoy it. So why was I keeping on and on and on trying to find nourishment and delight in it when I can find something that works for me? Okay. But another little tweak and aspect that I like to do is I have some food lists where depending on where I'm at in my cycle, when I am planning a grocery pickup, I'll pull out my food list of what's supportive in that phase of my cycle. And I can look at it and plan things like dinners or snacks or lunches around those specific foods, right? So I'll, I'll share an example of that and we'll go into it from the cycle syncing cheat sheet. Another thing is cooking methods. You know, we talked about that self-sabotage cycle of like when you are feeling like, I want to get my stuff together. I want to start eating healthier. That's often during follicular and ovulation phase where using minimal cooking methods and eating more fresh, raw fruits and veggies are supportive because during those phases when estrogen is on the rise, it's great, great that estrogen is on the rise, but we do want to eliminate that excess estrogen. And a lot of times it's that excess estrogen that can cause on day 21 to 28 ish of your cycle, those horrible PMS symptoms is that excess estrogen that didn't get rid of itself, you know, the first half of your ovulation and into your follicular phase. So it all is connected. That's why cycle syncing isn't just knowing when your period's going to happen. What we do in the other days of the month determines what our cycle, what our period is going to be like. So during follicular ovulation, focusing on steam, this is just follicular. So follicular, eating as much like minimal heat style foods. So sauteing, steaming, great cooking methods during the follicular phase. During the ovulation phase, raw. You want to have as much raw fruits, veggies, whole grains to help fiber, to help bind with that excess estrogen. So our body eliminates it through our digestive tract. 
during luteal phase. This is the phase where we do not want to restrict our calories. Our body needs over 200 more calories in our luteal phase. You will notice like those hangry hunger feelings happen during your luteal phase. So having, you know, great complex carbohydrates to help maintain blood sugar levels are great during that phase. And then luteal phase, like the cooking and roasting and baking are great methods during your luteal phase. This is all kind of laid out in the um, cycle syncing cheat sheet as well. And then into menstrual phase, phase, having as much liquid foods as possible. Soups, stews, crock pot meals. Those are all really great during menstrual phase because also this plays a role in our digestion. During follicular and ovulation phase, our digestive system can handle that breakdown of fresh fruits and veggies. During luteal, it may cause some digestion. You guys have heard me, maybe heard me tell this story before where I was in late luteal phase. I was at a friend's house for both lunch and dinner. Lunch was awesome. It was a great spread of like, a bag salad that had like greens and cabbage mix and then a ton of other fresh veggies. We threw some chicken on there and we had these great fresh salads. After that fresh salad, I had so much gas. I had like, I had digestive issues. Okay. And then during, I had to go home and have a digestive enzyme. And then we had dinner together and she made these great like crock pot, burrito bowls where the rice and beans and chicken were all cooked in there. We added a little bit of salsa on top and there was a little bit of lettuce, a little bit of cheese, but the majority of it was this cooked crock pot meal. My digestive system loved that. That felt so nourishing to me. My body processed it perfectly. And I realized that's how different our digestive system is depending on where we're at in our cycle. And not that I needed to avoid the salad during my luteal phase, but first, like first thing is just the awareness of it, right? Like my body has a lot going on right now and my digestive system has slowed down. So that's why the cooking methods in luteal and menstrual are more supportive than in follicular and ovulation, right? How can you do this practically? I give an example in uh, my feminine fitness program, and there's also going to be meal plans rolling out with feminine fitness program of like simply taco night. How do I make this cooking method work with taco night? So during follicular phase, taco night looks like street tacos. You know, I maybe do like chicken, some type of slaw. I love the street taco kit from Costco. It's got, um, you could do guacamole or some type of crema. You've got salsa on there, like street taco style. During ovulation, taco salad style is the way that I roll. Lots of greens, fresh pico de gallo, probably some great fresh, freshly chopped bell peppers on there. And then probably the same chicken or ground, some type of protein to go along with it. During luteal phase, burrito bowls are my jam. Rice, beans, beef, shredded beef or pork, and then topping it with avocado and maybe a little bit of lettuce because I just like like the different textures to go along with my burrito bowls. And then, uh, did I say avocado? Salsa, 
the, the, the toppings on top of it, right? But the majority of it is coming, the majority of my calories coming from like beans, rice, and chicken or meat of whatever choice that you like during that phase. And then during menstrual phase, soup. So if you want to stick to the taco theme, you could totally make like some type of taco broth-based soup. You've got chicken in there, bell peppers, diced tomatoes cooked all together with spices and then topping it with a little bit of Greek yogurt to make it nice and creamy and then some cheese and avocado. Like it's awesome. That's how you make, and I am teaching women how to make cycle syncing work and nutrition changes work with um, cycle syncing in mind and your family doesn't even know it. I am living in a household with three other men and I'm cooking in this way that is supportive of my digestion, my cycle, my hormones, and they don't even know it. And another thing that this does is it just brings a lot of great um, a lot of really great different recipe ideas to what it is that I'm making. And it really does simplify meal planning because when I see that something like salmon is great during a particular phase, then I'll, I'll put that on the menu, but it's not on the menu every week to where we get sick of it. Same with bag salads. I used to love bag salads all the time in every single phase. And there were times where I noticed that bag salad got ate like right away and times where it did not get touched. And now when I can associate that with like, oh, follicular ovulation, great time for those bag salad kits. It's a great way, fast way to get in a lot of great fresh veggies. But during luteal and intermenstrual, like the last thing I crave is a salad. And this becomes so second nature. And so in the feminine fitness program, like I said, we're going we're gonna to have topics throughout the eight weeks where we're going to hit heavy hit on a particular topic, but each week we're going to break it down to like, okay, I'm in this phase this week. What does that mean for my workouts? What does that mean for my nutrition? What does that mean for my lifestyle? And we're, we're going through this and, and catering it and just so excited to do so. And let's just run over really quick this cycle syncing cheat sheet, because as you can see, just from this workshop alone, you're going to kind of get the gist of what this all means. But if you are into this, if you're like, I need this in my life, I need this approach to be natural and cyclical and simple for how my body has been designed because I'm so sick and tired of fighting through my health and fitness goals. I encourage you, like, let's hop on a call. Let's have a chat about the feminine fitness program. And you can see if it's ask me questions and see if it's the right fit for you. So Follicular, we talked about it, cardio training, circuit style training, cooking methods, raw, steaming, sauteing, meaning it's not on the heat for very long. Eating style slash dieting, calorie restricting. This is this is the time of the month where our cravings aren't naturally working against us. We have this natural like stabilization of our hunger during this phase. So intermittent fasting, thinking if you're familiar with the beach body style nutrition plans, like to be mindset during follicular phase is fantastic. Seed cycling. We're going to have an expert come talk about seed cycling in the feminine fitness program. I'm so excited because really something as simple as including simple seeds, a couple teaspoons of these specific seeds during your cycle can make big impact on your hormones and how they are leveling out.
So I'm going to let the expert in the feminine fitness program talk about that, but flax and pumpkin is for that or yeah, during that phase. So self-care, exploring, trying new things. There's new creativeness that comes with follicular phase. Energy is on the rise and creative. This is when you're really going to start feeling like things, thinking of spring, thinking of like flowers blooming. There's a lot that's going on beneath the surface before a new idea comes to comes to life. And so follicular phase is great for that. I have um, shake add-ins of like oat, flax, and avocado during follicular phase. Ovulation, workouts, high-intensity interval training, cooking method, raw, minimal heat, having as much fresh fruits and veggies as possible. Eating styles, like being raw vegan, plant-based during ovulation will really help your body rid because of all the fiber will rid of that excess estrogen, right? Now I don't stick to raw vegan to a T during my ovulation phase, but this is also what I will be teaching in the feminine fitness program of like, how do I eat majority raw vegan and still keep it into like an everyday lifestyle of the, a mom of two little kids and a husband that I do all the cooking and grocery shopping for, right? So self, self-care during ovulation is, is socializing, going out there, making a plan for girls night, meeting up with others, going um, on play date, having play dates set up. Energy is very high and outward. We have a natural vibrancy with our ovulation, this magnetism about us. And then shake add-ins, spinach, flax, strawberries, and raspberries. So that's what I just love about this cheat sheet is like, you can just know what phase you're in and do these simple things to support your phase and see how it makes such a big difference. Because a lot of times we think with fitness and nutrition, the more complicated it is, the better my results are going to be. And that is absolutely not true. And if you are new to cycle syncing, and if you were like me, new to knowing a follicular and a luteal phase, at first it may feel like a lot of information, but it becomes second nature over time, right? Luteal phase. So during the beginning of luteal phase, you can keep that intensity, but really lean it more towards strength instead of cardio. And then towards the end of luteal phase, being gentle, resting, bar, Pilates, if you're feeling like some movement, just simple walks are great. Cooking methods, roasting, low and slow cooking methods, diet, eating style, complex carbohydrates, more time nutrition, kind of keeping your meals spaced out in a timely way. So you're not having these dips in blood sugar. Um, Self-care, this is really like the get it done type of phase. You know, one thing I love doing during my luteal phase is really getting a good deep cleaning in my home because it's during that resting menstrual phase where having a good like reset, decluttering, deep cleaning feels really good. Feels like you can like have that rest in a nice, beautiful space during your menstrual phase. Like during that, it's like that preparation. Luteal phase is that fall and that preparation for winter. And then I have um, shake add-ins for luteal phase, frozen cauliflower, um, dates, sunflower seeds, sesame seeds, menstrual phase, 
really focusing on rest. Like if you need the sleep, take the sleep. You don't have to push through, especially on day one, day two of your period, like slow it down, girlfriend, you will be fine. And you'll actually feel a better rise in energy. If you take the time to slow down and rest cooking methods, like having as much cooked low and slow broth based liquid based type of foods, having a smoothie, having a you know, great soup for lunch is super supportive of your menstrual phase. You also um, can use this time to relax and reflect, go inward. Energy is lowest during this time. So really just like go inward, reflect. I often think of and we'll talk about this tomorrow and the lifestyle changes in motherhood of like going inward and listening, listening, not only to what's going on with my own heart, but like listening to others around me. Right. Um, smoothie add-ins, frozen beets, blackberries, blueberries, sunflower, and, or, and then flax seed during menstrual as well. So that cycle syncing cheat sheet, that was just a rundown of what I, I just talked through it. And um, we will be talking more on day three tomorrow of lifestyle changes that can support your cycle. So if you have loved this workshop, let me know, reach out to me on Instagram, the changes that you are making. And then I'm, I'm serious, sister friend. I would love for you to join me and invest in yourself and invest in this new lifestyle in the feminine fitness program. I have the link in my Instagram bio. You can reach out to me if you want to know the link or the information. We can have a one-on-one -on -one chit chat about it. We've already got a couple ladies snag their spots and we start February 1st. We're going to break this all down. You're going to get exclusive one-on-one -on -one coaching with me. We'll have group coaching sessions. We're going to be having experts coming into the group and teaching. Corinne, you guys have heard her, Ashley Sorensen. I'm going to have a couple other, and Courtney. We're going to have Courtney coming in talking about fitness. So it's going to be gold. And the wonderful part about this for it going on February and March is you will go into spring and summer and fall knowing how to support your body, how to work with your body towards your goals instead of pushing through and fighting against it, because you can absolutely work with your cycle, work with your hormones avoid the pushing, avoid the resistance and find an easier way to maintain not only a healthy weight, but a healthy mindset, a healthy lifestyle and digestive system while also supporting our hormones, which our hormones are responsible for so much more than just our weight, our mind, our mood, our emotion, our energy. It is all connected together. So I hope that you take the time to, and actually in all reality, you have a gut feeling right now. You have a gut feeling right now of like, if this program is something that you need. And yeah, I can help you at, like, I can answer your questions about it, but you have a gut feeling right now of like, girl, I need this. And this investment in yourself, this caretaking in yourself will have the reward of you feeling in love with the cyclical nature of our body. And I want to eliminate the, why do I feel this way? You know, I, I always hear women say that like, oh, I don't know I'm feeling this way today. And I kid you not, 
the ladies I've worked with and have talked to, it can always boil down to where they're at in their cycle or not honoring where we are at in our cycle, right? You guys heard my conversation on my podcast with my best friend, Lauren, of like those times where she's like, oh, I don't know why I'm feeling this way. And I'm like, girlfriend, blah, blah, blah. And, we, and we really can correlate it to the resistance in supporting our cyclical nature. And when we start supporting it, we really progress towards our goals faster than when we're resisting. So I I appreciate you for watching this all the way through. I'm going to let you get back to your day now. And if you have any questions, you can reach out to me on Instagram.